Well, in case you hadn't noticed, we actually do have a trolley right here in our sanctuary to remind us of such what are fond memories for me. Mr. Rogers was a forming and foundational influence on my year, early years. I remember him opening that door. And if you're, if you're with me, if you're in my generation, do you remember he would come into his living room through the front door and then he would go to his uh, entry closet there and he would exchange his blazer for his sweater and then he would go sit down and he would take off his dress shoes and, and put on his sneakers. It's where I first learned the power of ritual, that ability of that common action to remind us that we are now entering into a different kind of space. I remember his kind voice and his welcoming demeanor. I remember some of the characters that he helped me get to know in his show. His life lessons sunk in for me as I watched because I was a regular viewer of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. In fact, many from my generation would say we grew up in Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Well, last November, some of you know and, and may have even seen the beautiful film that was released starring Tom Hanks in the role of Fred Rogers. It was called A Beautiful Day, which kind of harkens back to that introductory theme where, you know, you have the A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, right? That one. And uh, the film itself focused on a friendship that developed off-camera between a journalist named Lloyd and the real-life Mr. Rogers. So if you know anything about Fred Rogers' life, he was an amazing person, both on camera and off. It is true that he really did become friends with a journalist who was assigned to write a feature about him in a magazine, but the movie intends to go deeper than the events that it chronicles. In fact, the movie intends to explore what it takes to create a beautiful day in the neighborhood. What does it take? So for the next few, few weeks, we're going to be using this movie as sort of a jumping off point because really our task is to examine the text, the scriptural text, with maybe that same question in mind. What does it take to create a beautiful day in the neighborhood? We're going to begin with the first line of Colossians 3 verse 12. And as you hear this text, for those of you that are familiar with that ritual of how Mr. Rogers would enter the front door and head to his entry closet and then he would take off his blazer, right, and pull out his sweater, well, this is actually a visual representation of the text this morning. When the scripture says, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion and kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. That is what we are to put on. Fred Rogers invited us into his living room where he could wear his favorite sweater and his comfortable pair of sneakers because in that living room, he had room to be himself and he invited us to be ourselves too. This was the place where compassion and kindness and humility and meekness and patience became real, embodied, if you will. And the sweater, for those of you who liked the sweater, it, it represents verse 14, which says, Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony, which I think is amazing because that was our theme verse for VBS. 
As we shared it in VBS, the theme verse reminds us that love is what ties everything completely together. Friends, I don't know how you feel at this moment in time or in this particular season, but what I feel is that I long for a place like Mr. Rogers' front living room. I feel like sometimes we're fighting the current, we're swimming upstream, as it will, to find compassion and kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. And it seems to me as if our safe spaces safe spaces are stretched thin. Over the last four and a half months, I visited with a number of you who tell me that you're experiencing depression or anxiety. Some of you for the first time. This is a new experience for you, but it's becoming more and more common. Now, I know that depression and anxiety are not the same thing, but they do tend to live in the same house, especially when we feel out of control. In fact, sometimes depression and anxiety can be like two sides of the same coin. Because when we face futility, sometimes it leads us into depression, and other times it leads us into anxiety. So this is a season, perhaps, where we need to seek out the front door of that living room. A season where we need to find space to hang up our blazer and put on our favorite sweater instead. A season where we need to bear with one another instead of baring our teeth at each other. And I offer those to you as visual contrast because for those of us that grew up in in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, we know how comforting it was to be able to come into that space, take off that blazer, and put on that sweater. So what does it take to create a beautiful day? Well, Pastor Heather was sharing with me uh, this morning one of the stories that she had come across and and shared with some colleagues and friends of hers simply because it's time for some good news, right? Of an Amazon delivery driver in South Carolina who had come up to the house of a person who was undergoing chemotherapy. There was a sign on the door, a stop sign, that explained the reason why they couldn't come to the door and answer it because that person was immunocompromised. And the, the Amazon delivery driver read the sign, dropped off their package, went to the store and bought flowers and a card and simply signed it Antonio and brought it back by their house to leave for the person who was undergoing chemotherapy. Then came back two weeks later so that they could have a conversation through the front window. And the uh, person, the Amazon delivery driver, was explaining to this person who was undergoing chemotherapy and his wife that he had recently lost two relatives to cancer. And so this was personal for him, and he just wanted to make sure that the person who was dealing with cancer was going to be okay. And I think those are the ways that we can create a beautiful day for each other. It doesn't happen unless we think about it, unless we're intentional about it. But when we feel those nudges, friends, we can participate in creating beautiful days together. So this morning, I want to invite you into the safe space of Mr. Rogers' living room. And perhaps I could even ask you the question, what blazer have you worn? Sometimes the blazer can represent expectations that others have put on us. And that as we come into that living room, we can exchange that for our sweater. The part of us that is true, the part of us that lets us know who we are. Has that been the case for you? Can you find the joy of replacing your dress shoes with a comfortable pair of sneakers? 
And in that safe space, can you acknowledge that our reality right now, both individual and collective, is just hard. It's scary. It's painful. That doesn't mean that it's not beautiful, friends. It can be both. So in our safe space this morning, I want to show you a picture. It's a picture of my favorite chalice. It is the one that graces our altar this morning as we come to the table in just a little while. This will be the cup that will represent the covenant, the everlasting covenant of God's unconditional love for us. One of my dear friends and mentors in ministry made this chalice after a mission trip to Bosnia in the 1990s. She had seen a house completely uh, just left with only the walls standing and the kids were out in the front playing. And so that visual for her uh, allowed her to come home and create this chalice. Two years ago, I saw that she was selling it on Facebook and I jumped at the chance to buy it. Not only is it beautiful, but it also expresses stories that she and I have lived together. I have several chalices, many with stories and all with special meaning, but this one is my favorite. Friends, none of us come to the Lord's table without blemish. All of us have a deep crack running through us that will be mended by grace. I think that's part of the reason that this chalice is my favorite. The table in the Christian faith is where we leave our dress shoes for our favorite sneakers. So we can feel safe enough to be real. I promise you, friends, there isn't a single emotion that you will bring with you to the table this morning that is too much for God. There isn't a grief that is too deep that God can't hold it. And there isn't a cry that is too loud that God can't receive it. Here at this table, God makes space for it all. And somehow turns brokenness into beauty. I want to share with you a quote from Mr. Rogers that was also in the movie. He says, there is no normal life that is free from pain. He says, there are many ways you can deal with pain without hurting yourself or others. You can pound a lump of clay. You can swim as fast as you can. You can play the lowest keys on the piano all at the same time. Right? All of those are acceptable. But there is no normal life that is free from pain. So this morning, I would invite you to bring yourself to the table, all of yourself, and allow God to knit you back together so that you can find your way to a beautiful day. Amen.